love and welcome to the Beneath the Dirt Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Bone. Thank you for tuning in. Episode 128 up in this motherfucker. Shout out to everybody that's tuned in, whether you're on your favorite podcasting app, on YouTube, or if you're watching it live on Twitch right now. Yo, what is good? Back up in here, solo dolo. Got a bunch of shit to talk about this week. And, yeah, hope everybody's staying safe out there, you know, chilling, enjoying the nice weather. Nice weather's finally starting to come around. It's a little warm up here in New England, nothing crazy. You know, a little 60 degrees, but better than that negative shit. Um, yeah, shout out to everybody that's in the chat. Insane Big King Legends will never die in the Twitch chat right now. But before we get into any music and news, I want to talk about my CD collection. The newest edition is up on YouTube right now. March 21 edition of my CD collection. Um, Yeah, just try to do those once a month or, you know, minimum once a month or unless I go crazy during the month, start buying a shitload of CDs and just get it to where I don't have to do. 30 CDs in one video. So we got the new CD collection video up on YouTube. Now you can go peep that. Um, I also talked about on the CD collection video that if you want to see my entire CD collection, a lot of people ask me about my CD collection just in general, you know, what I have, what I don't have. You could go to my Discogs page and I imported or cataloged my entire, excuse me, audio collection up on my Discogs page. So it's discogs.com slash user slash beneath dirt. Link will be in the bio, in the fucking description, whatever. Beneathdirt.com, you can find it there as well. But I cataloged my entire audio collection from CDs, cassettes, vinyl, box sets, some DVDs is up on my Discogs page. I had... A couple of people asked me um, to do that a while ago, and I knew it was going to be a project to do, and I just always put it off to do it just because it's so much, but finally got it done. Like over 1,400 releases that I have up on my Discogs page, so yeah, go peep that shit. Super dope, and the CD collection video. The newest edition is up on YouTube. So go peep that shit. And yeah, let's get into, let's see, new music and news. First up, we got Benny the Butcher dropped his newest EP, The Plugs I Met 2, this past Friday, produced entirely by Harry Fraud. Harry Fraud just dropped... The Fraud Department with Jim Jones a couple months back. And I'm still bumping the shit out of that project that he did with Jim Jones. But we got the plugs I met with Benny the Butcher. This is nine tracks, 28 minutes. A pretty short listen. Um, All songs, no skits, interludes, anything like that. And this shit is dope. This, to me, right off the rip, right off the first listen was much better than the burden of proof. 
you know, I've gone on record saying, you know, when it when Burden of Proof first came out, wasn't I didn't like it, but I've grown to like it now. You know, definitely not my favorite Benny shit, but I like it more than when it first dropped. But Plugs I Met 2, right off rip, this shit is fire. This shit is super dope. I love the production from Harry Fraud. Benny comes correct on here. Talking his shit. We got features from Chinks. Rest in peace. We got 2 Chains on here. Fat Joe, French Montana, Jim Jones, and Rick Hyde. Rick Hyde of Black Soprano Family. Benny the Butcher's record label. And this shit is super dope to me. I like this project. I've been bumping it all weekend. And I don't know. I don't know. I almost feel like Plugs 2 is better than Plugs 1. I don't know. I I could be bugging just because I'm bumping it. It's new. It's dope. I like it. You know, better... you know, the feelings I get from this versus Burden of Proof, but I don't know. This shit is super hard. The opening track, When Tony Meets Sosa, super dope. Love the production, Harry Fraud. Um, my favorite song on here is probably Live By It. That shit is super dope. That production is... Harry, Prod is just, Harry Fraud is just super dope. And um, while the music doesn't sound dark... The lyrical content on here is dark. Like Survivor's Remorse with Rick Hyde. That's some real shit. You know, talking about being free while your boys are in prison. Boys are dead. You know, dying in the streets, whatever. Like, that's some real shit. Some dark shit, you know, having Survivor's Remorse. Like, take me, not them, you know. Let's, can we trade spots? This fucking album, man. And Longevity with French Montana and Jim Jones. Again, I'm not a big French Montana fan. I don't even know any of his songs. But his feature on The Fraud Department was dope. I like his feature on here. Jim Jones comes correct with his feature. You know, 2 Chains on the Plug Talk track. They did a video for that as well. And 2 Chains, I'm not familiar with his solo shit. But anytime he's a feature... He usually comes correct, and he definitely comes correct on Plugs I Met 2, Benny the Butcher, out now, digitally. You can get hard copies of it as well. They're shipping now, and you don't have to wait fucking months like Burden of Proof. That shit took, what, like six months at least to get? (laughs) That's when you're dealing with fucking big distribution labels and buying merch from them, but you could get it... uh, Plugs I Met 2 through Get On Down, which shout out to Get On Down. They always got the ill shit. I've bought from Get On Down Mad Times, local to Massachusetts. I copped the hard copy of the CD. And this shit is dope. I like it. Much better than Burden of Proof, in my personal opinion. Uh, Let's keep it with some Griselda news, right? Fuck it. Um, Conway. Someone asked Conway, Conway, when are you following up with some more heat? Conway replied, two more weeks. This was posted um, on Friday, this past Friday. And according to Conway, here on Twitter, he's saying two more weeks. We all know Conway likes to troll fans and whatnot. You know, there was the whole, is Conway leaving Griselda thing a couple months back? But he was just trolling motherfuckers. 
and you know the whole Eminem Alchemist Conway collab album coming, and he was posting trolling just to see what people were saying. But according to Conway, two more weeks, he's dropping some new shit. Are we gonna get God Don't Make Mistakes in two weeks, which is his next album slated to drop, which is uh his major label debut on Shady, and as far as I know, his only album that will drop on Shady. You know, Westside Gun went on Joe Budden podcast a couple months back saying that, you know, he's done with his contract. Conway just got to release God Don't Make Mistakes, and then he's done with his shady contract. But man, Conway had a killer 2020. Started out 2021 pretty solid if it bleeds. Um, What the fuck is it called? I can never remember the fucking name of the album. If it bleeds, it could be killed, produced by Big Ghost, which was a dope EP. Um, From King to a God was my album of the year for 2020. So I'm curious to hear what the Shady debut is going to sound like. God don't make mistakes. So keeping my fingers crossed for that. If I'm hoping, I'm hoping that's what we're going to be getting in two weeks. If not, maybe a single to lead up to God don't make mistakes. But fuck, man, I'm hyped for Conway. Probably my favorite rapper out right now. Dethroning Royce and shit. <laughs> you know, Royce still killing it out here, but fucking Conway, man. He is a fucking machine. He, like, he lives up to his name, without a doubt. And then we got... Uh, Flea Lord dropping some shit this Friday. Pre-orders are up now um, through DJ Muggs' Soul Assassin's website. DJ Muggs, Flea Lord. I've been looking forward to this one for a minute. Flea Lord had posted a couple pictures of him in the studio with DJ Muggs a while back. And pre-orders are up. The release drops digitally on Friday. Uh, the name of the project, Ramazel, I believe. And I don't know if I'm saying that wrong or not. Ramelzi? Ramelzi? I don't know if I'm saying that right. And... <laughs> If I am, let me know how to fucking pronounce it correctly. But the cover art is fucking fire. Sep did this one, who did the alternate cover art for Conway's If It Bleeds, It Could Be Killed. Fly God. Whole bunch of shit. Seppington killing the artwork. And this shit right here is like one of the illest covers I've seen in a minute. We got kind of like a Galactus kind of vibe with the head. On here, super bright colors. Shit is, I'm looking for it. Flea Lord dropped a project every month in 2020. He dropped his label compilation, Lord Mob, uh, last month, I believe. This is his first solo project of 2021. I'm hyped for it. This dude's super fucking dope. Just grimy gutter street shit. Hype for this one. Dropping on Friday. Produced by DJ Muggs. Legendary fucking, you know, Cypress Hill. Don't even really need to say more. He's done tons of other production for people. But yeah, Flea Lord. Definitely looking forward to that. Super hype for that. Definitely. I can't wait to get the hard copy of that shit too. That art is worth the price of, you know, whether you buy the vinyl, CD, whatever, cassette. The artwork alone is worth the price because that shit is fucking fire. Super dope. 
And then uh, we got Vinny Paz, who was heavily featured on the CD collection uh, video this past week for the the March edition. Um, he announced he's dropping his new album, uh, Burn Everything That Bears Your Name, April 23rd, through Fat Beats. There's no pre-orders up for it now, but Paz, one of my favorites in the underground for shit, at least the last 15 years. Um, dude's super consistent, been dropping shit every year uh, for the last handful of years at least. Um, I, I believe last year was As Above, So, so Below, his solo. I, I don't remember if Jedi Mind Tricks dropped some shit last year, if it was the year before. But I'm hyped for this. We got features on here from Billy Dans of MOP. Super hyped for that. Ill Bill and Lord Goat. Heavy Metal Kings. Uh, features OT The Real. Jay Royale's on here. Crime Apple and Lord Goat on a track together. Eamon. Vinny Paz always got Eamon on his solo albums. Ito, who you've heard do shit with uh, Flea Lord. If you've checked out Flea Lord's shit. Block McLeod's on here. Mav. Is on here as well from the cloth uh, production from the Zarkies, who does you know that's Seven uh, L. I can't remember other dude's name that does all the Zarface shit. Stu Bangers, C Lance, Esoteric got some production on here. Came one. I'm hyped for new Vinny Paz dropping April 23rd. This dude just remains super consistent, dropping shit whether it's solo. Jedi Mind Tricks, Heavy Metal Kings, whatever the fuck. Uh, Legends Will Never Die in the chat says, OT The Real just dropped an EP with Heatmakers recently. Check that out if you haven't. I did see that, and I'm not familiar with OT The Real, but I fuck with Heatmakers heavy. And, you know, if you've listened to this podcast for the past year, year and a half, I've been... That El Capo shit from Jim Jones produced by Heatmakers, fucking fire. Like, their beats are fucking amazing. I am going to check that project out at some point because I just fuck with Heatmakers so much. So, yeah. So be on the lookout for all that shit. But let's get into the main fucking story. Let's stop wasting fucking time. The main story of this week's show. We got ICP announcing there. I got to pull up the graphic so I could read it. Another long ass name. April streaming leaves mugs beaming. The Patreon is back for April. And they got a whole bunch of shit going down. The second Juggalo coin is coming out in April. I'm pulling up. All the events that are going down, but yeah. Juggalo Infinity Coin number two is coming out in April. We'll get to that in a second. $66.50 is the price tag for the stream. These dudes need need to have a cheaper option where people don't get a merch pack for it. You know, there's a merch pack um, for this. They said that there was going to be a merch pack for for the February streams, but they never officially announced it, what it was, what you were getting. So if you streamed for February, I think you're straight up assed out. 
on a merch pack for February because they never officially announced anything. I can't, you know, I'm, I'm, I always say we got to hold them accountable for their shit, but they, I mean, technically they did say there was going to be a merch pack, but they never said what it was. So I don't know. I don't know if you're getting shit for February, to be honest. If you, if you bought in for February, um, we'll get to the merch pack in a second, but 6650 is the price tag. There needs to be a cheaper tier, $17. I've been saying $17. Why the fuck not? 17 bucks, right? I feel like that's a pretty affordable option, um, just for the streams. For the entire month, you know, they do give you a lot of content in a month. 17 bucks seems fair to me. Makes sense. You know, the whole 17 shit with ICP. We're 17 minutes into the podcast right now. And yeah, they have to have a cheaper tier because I feel like they're doing the the juggalo coin this month because they're losing streamers. They're losing people giving up that. That payola, if you will. But let's get into it. April 3rd. This shit's going down in just a couple weeks. April 3rd. Uh, April 3rd, ICP's late night funhouse talk show. Broadcasting in Violent J's living room. They are no longer at the psychopathic headquarters. It was announced in the February streams that that would be the last time that they are in the psychopathic headquarters. They probably sold it or they're just getting everything out for it to be sold. Because it's been on the market for a minute. In-person tickets are available for this. Um, Yeah. No guests announced. You just have to tune in. They did this during the October streams. They had Tom Dub on there. Chuck Miller was on there. Fucking Stale Dale was on there. And it was an entertaining show. I liked it. You know, it was cool. Seeing them talk to Chuck Miller, who did production on Dog Beats and Carnival of Carnage. So that's dope. Glad to see them bringing that back. April 5th, welcome to the Jam Exam Part 2. This was the only stream I watched during February on YouTube. Um, just because I, did, I, you know, I didn't pay for it, so I didn't watch any of the streams. But I did watch this one because they broke down songs for... The first six Jokers cards, but for the Jam Exam Part 2, they're going to be doing the EPs, Dog Beats, Beverly Kills, Carnival Christmas, Fuck Off, Terror Wheel, probably Tunnel of Love, and who else knows, but that's dope. I really enjoyed the Jam Exam um, from the February stream, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. I'm glad to see them bringing back like the ill shows, like shit that, shit that people want to actually see and then we got april 7th the mad professors lab join the mad professors icp jump steady uh icp and jump steady in their demented lab as they conduct dangerous scientific experiments that will be visually visually stunning and explosive witness the miracles before your eyes so what they're probably going to do in this is build a little paper mache volcano Put a little bit of baking soda in that bitch and then a little bit of vinegar and watch the shit foam up. That should be fresh. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see what. Or maybe they'll mix. Maybe they'll make uh, 
um, what is it and how many times? Tell them how you can make limestone from gunpowder. Will they get me a cheeseburger and find out that shit? They should do that. Make limestone from gunpowder during the, <laughs> the Mad Professor's Lab. I don't know how that one's going to go. You know, I'll be tuned in. Um, April 10th, JCW presents Fenced in Fury at the Folsom Felony Funhouse. Get ready for a bloody spectacular, spectacular sp- spectacle. The fuck, man. Uh, taking place within the Folsom Felony Funhouse Penitentiary. Why does everything have to be fucking tongue twisting and long as fuck with these guys, man? God damn. I could barely read as it is. Uh, hardcore wrestling, JCW, uh, steel cage, barbed wire, thumbtacks, flaming fists, staple guns, much more. Commentary by ICP, 3D, and Guido. Um, yeah, JCW going down if you fuck with wrestling. I'm not the biggest wrestling. I never even watched the JCW from December where they fucked up Violent J's house and everybody said it was ill. I just, I don't know, man. I just, I really have zero interest in wrestling at this point. But that's just me. Uh, Weekend Warrior 84 says, making gunpowder, what could go wrong? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> I'd like to see it, though, right? Let's see it happen. April 12th, the Doomsday Countdown podcast. With the Doomsday clock currently set at 100 seconds to midnight, scientists foreshadow that the world is the closest destru- to destruction it has ever been. ICP and Jump Steady discuss the top 10 ways that humanity would most likely be wiped out. This will probably be dope. This is like when they did t- talked about mass murderers and shit. Anytime ICP jump steady, jump steady kind of whatever. But anytime they get together and just do some podcasting shit where they're just talking about whatever and you just hear their take on it, it's usually pretty entertaining. I'm fu- I-, I look forward to this one. I like the podcast that they do. I wish they would just do the Monday podcast every week. Um, But, you know, we'll see if they do that as we go through the schedule. This is the first time I'm looking at this schedule since they've released it as well. I haven't even looked at it till now. Um, And then we got Wednesday, April 14th, the netting game, the dating game style, which has been popularized by being showcased at the gathering, in-person tickets available. Uh, so yeah, dating game juggalo style, that'll probably be cringy as fuck, but potentially, you know, cringy as fuck with potential to be hilarious. I'll say that, but probably will be cringy. Friday, April 16th, Big Silva versus everything. Uh, Big Silva, the big fucking duct tape ball that they made back in the day which is still around i can't believe they still have that shit they're gonna be uh it's gonna go toe-to-toe with impressively large objects in the free free fall championship to see who will come out on top um half the show will be live half of it will be pre-recorded footage so it looks like they're just gonna be dropping the big ass duct tape ball on a bunch of shit and seeing what the fuck it can destroy and what it can't. And it's going to be competing with other probably bowling balls and 
whatnot. Uh, Monday the 19th, Bruce Brothers Unexplained Phenomenon. Uh, This is where they lose me. When they start talking about UFOs and fucking alien life and shit. Not that I don't believe. There's definitely got to be other life out there somewhere. But I don't know. You know, as I said, when they do podcast style shit, it usually is dope. But this is where they lose me. Like... I don't know. To me, the unexplained phenomenon thing, meh. I'll probably tune in anyway, but. And then we got April 21st, Wednesday, ICP's Great Escape Part 2. They're going to be doing another escape room, two new escape rooms with jumps uh, with Ouija Mac. Ouija Mac did it with them in the December streams, and he's coming back to do the escape room on April 21st. The first one, it wasn't bad. Um, you know, it's, it's funny trying to watch them do the escape room, that jump steady design, and he's just like sitting there like fucking twitching because they're near a fucking clue, and he just, he wants to tell them so fucking bad, but he can't, and sometimes he can't help himself, and he does anyway. But <laughs> I'll prob- probably tune in for that. April 24th, Miss Juggalette 2021 pageant, in-person tickets available. They're doing events that are usually gathering exclusive. I don't think there's going to be a gathering this year, guys and gals. It's already fucking the end of March. Pretty sure we usually have a, a location announced at this point, tickets on sale, something around this time, gathering Related comes out. I don't think we're getting a gathering 2021, but the Juggle Miss Juggalette 2021 pageant. Sit along ICP and Ouija Mac as they judge three rounds of the competition. Uh, first place winner will receive the coveted gold plaque, $300, and the esteemed title of Miss Juggalette 2021. So that's going down. And then April 26th, we got the Slideshow Spectacular Part 2. Fuck yes. The Slideshow Spectacular Part 2. The first one was super dope. I believe that went down in the October streams. I was like, or December. Was that the first episode of the December streams? And it was one of the better episodes of the December streams. It's going down Monday, the 26th, Slideshow Spectacular, where they just show a bunch of unseen, rare photos throughout their career. Behind the scenes shit, it's super dope. I had a lot of fun watching that first one that they did. Definitely looking forward to this one. And then to wrap up, the April streaming leaves mugs beaming in April. April 30th, the 25th anniversary Severed Limb High Class Reunion Prom Night Massacre Show. Shit. So, and this is where This is the official, second official event of the Ultra Live Monster 5 concert series. This one was slated to be the third of the the five Monster Live series um, concert events that they had announced in the October seminar that they did. And it looks like they said, fuck it, we're doing it now. Instead of later. So they're bringing back the class reunion prom night 
Massacre Show, the 25th anniversary of the Prom Night Massacre Show. You've seen pictures of that shit when they performed. You know, they got the desks on stage, the zombies, the lockers and shit. That that show looked fucking dope. And they're bringing it back um, this April, the second of the five Ultra Live Monster 5. You will get the Elite Juggalo coin for this event. I'm hyped. As I said before, I keep the Juggalo coin fucking near me at all times. I keep it. You know, I'll give you a little peek right here. Just give you a little peek. Can't fully, you know, the power that it possesses. I can't, you know, it barely ever leaves the bag because it's just so much power. And then the second Juggalo Infinity Coin comes, bruh, I'm fucking hyped. That alone got me to subscribe to April. You've been hearing me say that I'm going to tune into these streams I did subscribe to the April streams for one reason, the elite juggalo coin. No, <laughs> that is part of the reason though. If, if it's easily attainable for me to get these coins, I'm going to fucking do it. Why not? Right. But the other reason why I'm subscribing to these, uh, for the April stream is the merch pack. I don't know if this was the merch pack that they were going to announce during the February streams. Like I said, I don't know if you're getting one for February or not. They never officially said that you were going to get some shit or, or exactly what it was. But they are announcing it for April. Um, so for the 6650, you get the streams. You get the coin. And then you get the Fearless Fred Fury, the Furious Edition CD set. Fucking fresh. This shit sounds dope. Featuring Fearless Fred Fury, Flip the Rat, and A Time of Fury. And an album consisting uh, of rare ICP songs released during the Fearless Fred Fury era. All CDs will come in one case featuring a special Fearless Fred Fury alternative cover provided by the masterful art of Tom Wood. Dope. I'm a CD collector. For me, you know, yeah, the streams might be cool, but if you if you want to guarantee me to fucking subscribe, you know, me personally to subscribe to these streams, offer some exclusive CD that ain't going to be available anywhere else, and I'm in. You know, Fearless Fred Fury, dope-ass album. Flip the Rat was dope as well. Um, and then A Time of Fury. This I don't know what songs will be on here. Probably... Maybe the six foot, seven foot freestyle. If I was, you know, if we were a gang, the Juggalo Cypher was released around that time. Uh, maybe, maybe the Hollow Wicked single. What was it? Judgment Day for, for the Fearless Fred Fury era. Um, who knows? They didn't give a track list for it, but I'm fucking hyped for it. Again, I feel like they're doing. The Ultra Live Monster 5, the Juggalo coin to bring in more people again. You know, the numbers were probably down from October to December and then December to February, especially with the whole, you know, the gift bag debacle not being sent out on time. Um, you know, I'm still hearing people haven't received their gift bags. We talked about it on last week's podcast. You have 
if you don't know, you just got to somehow get in contact with Psychopathic. They did email everybody that was subscribed to the October streams and December streams, I believe, to fill out a questionnaire with your name, email address that you used to subscribe to those so they can get you the gift bag to you. I'm I'm fortunate to have mine. I got the DVD, the CDs, the coin, all that shit. So hopefully, you know, another thing I was thinking is hopefully that because they didn't announce officially announce what you were going to get or if there was going to be even a gift bag set for the February streams that this Fearless Fred Fury thing was probably the Fearless Fred Fury Furious Edition was going to be it, but it wasn't ready. So maybe, maybe, fingers crossed, that the shit is have, has already been produced. The coin is done. Maybe they planned ahead that April was going to be another coin. And we'll get our shit in a timely fashion. You know, hopefully, ideally by the end of April, right? That would be ideal. Um, but it's got to be, you know, hopefully it's faster than the October gift bags were and the Yum Yum's Lure CD. So April streams, April streaming leaves mugs beaming is dropping. April sixty six fifty for you to subscribe. I wish there was a cheaper option for people. You know, I got the stimmy. I know people getting stimmies right now, so maybe people are saying fuck it, chalking up that sixty six fifty. But I still feel like there should be a cheaper option where you don't get a gift bag. It makes sense. I mean, it's you know Patreon. If you've subscribed to any Patreons, there's usually multiple tiers to which you subscribe and you get more shit the more, you know, the higher the tier. You know, some people got four, five, six tiers in their Patreons. So I just wish ICP would offer the Juggalos a cheaper option, you know, and it would bring more people in. And, you know, to me, it, it makes sense cheaper option bring more people in and yeah and not have it be so exclusive because i see a lot of people saying you know 6650 ain't a lot of money to some people it's not to some people that's a fucking that's an electric bill that's a fucking phone bill that's a you know that's that's some kind of utility bill that's fucking that's grocery shopping for the week you know what i mean so just because it might not be expensive to you doesn't mean it's not expensive to others. And having the price so high, you're excluding Juggalos from be a part of the live event, which has a live chat. The live chat is usually lit. It's dope. But got to get that cheaper option. I'll keep fucking hollering it until they offer that cheaper option. If anybody hears this, psychopathic that associates or is in business or fucking if if violent j watches this shit offer a cheaper option for the juggalos it just makes sense you get more people in it just brings more money in 
So yeah, ICP's April streaming leaves mugs beaming. Mm, hope we get them get bags on time. Hope we get them on time. I'm hyped for it. I want that. You know, I hype up the Juggalo coin. It's really all just a big fucking joke. You know, the elite Juggalo coin shit. Um, I'm just playing it up. But really, I'm more hyped for the Furious Edition set. Fearless Fred Fury CD set than anything else. As I was with the October and December streams, I was more hyped for the fucking the Halloween EP. And the Yum Yum's Lure CD, man. I just, I'm hyped for the fucking CDs more than anything else. But if they're going to make these Juggalo coins more accessible, I'm going to, you know, easily accessible and I don't have to travel anywhere. I'm going to get it. 100%. You know, after April, I'll have two out of the five. And another thing, you know, the April stream was the Prom Night Massacre show, the 25th anniversary. They had announced as being the third Ultra Live Monster 5, which I said earlier. So which one, or how are they going to rearrange it? You know, the whole, I think they were going to do the fifth one in the Bahamas or some shit like that. And... That's that's making it super exclusive, but I get why they're doing it. They're trying to make this ultra live monster five shit like for the for the hard hardcore fucking fans, juggalos. Um Are we gonna get more Ultra Live Monster Five streams in twenty twenty one? Shit is opening up, but you know, it remains to be seen if Tours are going to happen. Concerts are going to happen on a big level this year. Don't know. You know, I'm, I'm seeing people touring, so, and doing shows again, which is dope. You know? So, just, I guess time will tell with that. Time will fucking tell, but I'm subscribed to the streams. Are you subscribing? Let me know if you're subscribing. Comment on the YouTube video. Hit me up on the social medias, whatever. Are you subscribing to the April Streams Leaves Mugs beaming from ICP? Curious to see if there's going to be more people tuned in for that shit. But yeah, hyped for it. Fucking hyped for the fucking Furious Edition CD set. But let's get into some other news. Get off the ICP stuff for a second here. We got the cover art. For the next Cottonmouth King album. Or the debut Cottonmouth King album, actually. This will be the first Cottonmouth King album because it's just a solo Deloke album from what it appears. But let's break down the cover art real quick. Deloke, PTB Records, Cottonmouth King store on Instagram. Posted this shit a few days back. And... We got the bongs on the side, the P-Town Ballers. We got smoke coming out of the bongs. On the left, we got Pakalika in smoke. And on the right, we got Saint Dog in smoke. And then the album's called 25 to Life. You got Cottonmouth Kings, 96 to 2021. And then going around the whole shit, we got 
all the albums that they've dropped from Royal Highness all the way up to the last album, which was Kingdom Come. And, you know, I keep saying and speculating that this is going to be a Delok solo project because, I mean, he's the only one talking about the shit. And the two first two singles that were released were only Delok. When it's known that Johnny Richter is in the studio working on shit. If you follow the Suburban Noise pages, SRH pages on Facebook usually is where they post the most info. Um, they said that Richter's been in the studio. He, even when he was on that stream a couple months back, he's been in the studio. But he ain't working with D-Log. But maybe because you see the two skulls on the cover art right there at the bottom below the Cottonmouth Kings logo. Could it be D-Loke and Richter? You know, I'm not holding my breath that this isn't just a fucking D-Loke solo project. Um, but that's what it's looking like. This is what the cover art is. It's supposed to drop April 20th. No pre-orders as of yet. But that... No, no real alarms raised for that yet. Um... Delokes on Instagram saying that he's in the studio putting the final mixes on the songs to be released. So, you know, there's still time for them to send this off to the presses, get it pressed up on CD, vinyl, whatever the fuck they got to do. Or if they do offer a pre-order, give us a timeline on when shit will be shipped. Just because the Kingdom Come debacle was so bad, so bad. They ripped off so many fans, D-Lok in particular. Um, I hope they do this one right. You know, hopefully it'll be done through Suburban Noise. Suburban Noise hasn't even talked about this. This is literally just D-Lok and his pages that he runs, the PTB Records, Cottonmouth King Store. The, the, the only pages talking about this shit. I have not seen Suburban Noise Post about it. If you have seen, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know, man. I thought PTB Records was going to be a subsidiary of Suburban Noise. It just remains to be seen. I don't know what kind of shit show D-Lokes getting into now, but fuck, man. It's not looking good. I'm not even really looking forward to the album to keep it 100. Uh, Like... I don't know what to fucking think, man. You know, rest in peace, Saint Dog. It sucks that we'll never get a, a full-length D-Log Richter Saint Dog album. I would like at minimum for it to be D-Log and Richter. At the minimum. I always say don't bring Daddy X back, but fuck, man. I'd rather have I'd rather have it be Daddy X and D-Log than anything else. And that would be a hard album to listen to. Like, that would be pretty difficult to get through a listen. Listening to the two guys that fucking destroyed Godmouth Kings. And just kick dirt on the fucking KMK name and legacy. Ugh. I love Godmouth Kings so much. It just fucking hurts to even talk like, talk like this. But 
I don't know, man. I'll probably peep the album when it drops. I'm not really looking forward to it. I have a, when I say no expectations, that means my my expectations are like negative fucking something. You know, I'll say 17. I'm just gonna expect it to not be that good. I don't know. Oh, man, fucking D-Loke. I don't know what the fuck this dude's doing, but not looking forward to it. That's the album cover. What the fuck? Like, seriously, what the fuck? Let's get it some new shit. This actually dropped, not this past Friday, but the Friday before. Double Dragon. I don't think I talked about it on last week's show. Double Dragon, which is Kung Fu Vampire and Buckshot. Dropped the Chaotic remix to Don't Get Beat Up. Now, if you own the Buck Fu Edition uh, CD, this remix is on there, so you've already heard it, but it's available on streaming now. I prefer the original, but the remix is not bad. It's on some, like, futuristic space shit, uh, but I definitely prefer the original. They keep hyping that more Double Dragon shit is coming, maybe music videos, I don't know. But I'm hyped for it. The album is banging as fuck. Check it out if you ain't checked it out. And if I already talked about this remix before, my bad. <laughs> but Buckshot and Kung Fu killed that album. And I'll keep talking about it as long as they keep putting shit out. Buckshot keeps hyping. Three are coming. Who the fuck knows what that is? Um, he did post on Twitter today saying that it's the most dark... And maybe gruesome was the word that he used, but sounds like it's going to be on some horrorcore shit, wicked shit, whatever the three is coming, whatever that is. So still waiting for more news on that to drop. Um, Still a mystery. You know, maybe it's the three Musketeers wicked shit edition. Don't know. Let's get into uh, the ROC Dropped a new single this past Friday I just found out this dude had throat surgery Or vocal cord surgery Or, or something um, A few weeks back And I'm glad to see him back dropping music I'm glad he's doing okay um, You know That news slipped under the radar for me I fuck with ROC Dude is super dope, mad underrated, mad underappreciated, super underappreciated. One of the more underappreciated artists in the Wicked Shit Underground scene. Flat out. But he dropped his new single, Bounce Back, and this shit's dope. I love hearing ROC. I like the mix on it. Shit's sounding good. Um, It bangs in the whip, and I'm ready for a new ROC album. If we ain't getting HOK... Or if he ain't reuniting with Scraps on some half-breed shit, I want new ROC. I'm glad he's got this new single. He's, uh, his last project, Monsters Ain't Real, was a dope listen. He produced that shit entirely by himself. But I'm ready for a new full length from this dude. It's been, what, four, maybe five years since Digital Voodoo dropped. And I know he don't drop albums every year. That's never the case with ROC. You know, his first solo album was in 95, I believe, maybe 96, with Exposed. And then his next solo album or project was Wormholes in like 2000, 2001. 
And then he dropped Oh Hell No in like 0405. Fucking Welcome to the Dark Side 0809. And then Digital Voodoo five, six years ago, uh, 2016, 2017. Some shit. So, yeah, he's inconsistent in the fact that he just drops music whenever the fuck he wants, an album whenever the fuck he wants, basically. But this dude has not put out a whack project yet. All those projects I just named are dope. I'm fortunate enough to own a hard copy of all of them. Um, the OG pressing of Oh Hell No. Um, all that shit. So, yeah. Definitely hyped for new ROC. The single sounds dope. Let's get a new album fucking out there in the near future at some point. Hopefully 2021, bring out a new ROC album. That'd be fire. But Eminem's definitely staying busy. Also dropped on Friday was fucking, uh man, a la Zululu, their new single, Smoke, produced by Bad Mind. This shit is fucking fire. Fire. This beat is so fucking dope. Better than anything off Mausoleum. I'm mega hyped. Mega hyped. <laughs> Four. Necronomicon 2, Dead by Bong. This single is fucking dope. Billy Obey destroys this shit. Kills it. This single is fucking dope, man. I know y'all, I know they like, I know they like working with Slasher Dave, right? And that's their guy. But fucking Bad Mind and Allah Zulilu, man. That's a fucking problem right there. That is a problem. And I know they got zombie aristocrats on the album too. And that's also a fucking problem. Church Azul is fucking. God damn. But yo. I'm fucking hyped for this shit. This first single is fucking fire. Peep the shit. Super dope. Just wicked shit. Get high. Uh, the, the fucking beat man. Like as soon as that shit kicked in. I was in my whip fucking. Bobbing my shit. Bobbing it. Rocking the fuck out. Shit sounded dope. And then last week, it was brought to my attention before they even announced it on their social media that a pre-order for Alternate Dimension featuring Blaisdell Homie was up for pre-order on iTunes. We got the artwork right here. They officially announced it. Alternate Dimension, the part two to um, another dimension off the first Necronomicon um, that they dropped. And this one's featuring Blaze. They previewed it. You know, they're really not straying too far from the original, but this shit sounds fucking fire as well. Mm, man, I'm hyped for this Necronomicon 2 shit. You know, I don't even smoke, but I get down to some Geha shit. You know, I indulge every once in a while, but yeah. I can get down to some get high shit. Get down to some get high shit. Get down to get high. But, um, <laughs> I'm hyped for this shit. The first single smoke sounded fucking fire. The preview to alternate dimension featuring Blaze sounded dope. Where are the pre orders? You know, it's still a little, it's actually a less than a month away. A, Less than a month away now from 
the album dropping. They keep saying it's a full length. They were on their live stream last Tuesday saying it's a full length. So fuck, man. They're giving us another full length. And I want to know more features. You know, we got Blaze. I I have to assume the one with Ritz is going to be on there because there was there was a little bit of get high shit on there in the hook. So maybe that will be on there as well. So possibly Ritz. Blaze will be on the album. Hopefully pre-orders will be dropping in the next week or two. And I'll be jumping all over that shit. You know, Monoxide announced that they're dropping, Twisted's dropping an album on 420 as well. So maybe they'll do a package bundle pre-order deal and take my fucking stimmy. Goddamn. I get a little too excited, but yeah. New Zool. Fucking hyped. And during their streams last Tuesday, they released the cover art for Necronomicron 2 Dead by Bong. And this shit looks fire. They're not straying too far from the OG Necronomicron, the EP, and we got the little fucking demon bud face guy, whatever the fuck, demon bud, whatever. Look like he's got a little bit of, he's getting lit up, looking like he's in a bong and he's getting lit the fuck up, ready to be smoked and take a motherfucker on a crazy ass journey. I'm hype, man. Like, the way these. The way the smoke single sounds and the preview to alter, alternate dimension sounds got me mega hype, man. The production sounds fucking fire. You know, Another Dimension is one of my favorite Zool songs. I think that made the list on my top 10 Zool songs that I did with uh, Mike and Luke a few months back. And I'm fucking, yeah, man. Zool killing it, giving, giving us another full length. After they just gave us the mausoleum like six months ago. So, yeah. Super hype for that shit. And speaking of Twisted, keeping it with the M&E news a little bit. I don't really talk about merch drops like that on here. Like, you know, people dropping, you know, merch drops and whatnot. But (sighs) this shit irritates me. They're doing it again. They did it a couple months back with the freak show thing. We can get the rare and unheard freak show songs, which weren't recorded during the freak show era. If you actually heard the songs, nice try, but those shits were not recorded during the freak show era. They're giving us another fucking, uh, I want to say a lunch bag, but what the fuck do you call it? Uh, Lunch tin fucking uh, lunchbox. There we go. Lunchbox. Can't fucking think of it. Collector's box limited to a thousand, which is a lot. That's not really limited considering the freak show boxes are still readily available. The HOK cassettes are still readily available. Limited to a thousand is not a lot. If you would say a hundred, then that would be limited. But in this day and age, a thousand is not limited. I've said it before. But what's inside the fucking Mad Season Collector's Box? You get a fully sublimated hockey jersey. The fucking... Sublimated hockey jersey. A fully sublimated t-shirt. A Mad Season Collector's Coin. Oh my god, Twisted's biting ICP. 
the Mad Season Collector's Edition CD. This is the shit that makes me angry when you make fucking music CD releases, cassette releases, whatever. It's the CD releases like the Freak Show Lunchbox. They had the fucking Freak Show Rare Non-Heard CD in there. Now we got the Mad Season Deluxe Edition CD featuring um, all new unheard songs that'll be on the CD. A Mad Season Collector's Card. All items are exclusive to this collector's box. I'm sick of the fucking exclusivity of all this bullshit, man. Like, I'm sick of it, man. Uh, You know, same with the For the Fam uh, mixtape that they dropped, For the Fam 3. Um, I got lucky, copped it off somebody that broke up the box or, you know, just sold it. Um, But (laughs) this shit... It's a $200 value for, I think it's $99. And then there's a Mad Season giveaway. 100 random boxes will receive a redemption card for an additional prize. Crew jerseys, prototypes, crew charms, all access passes, and more. Odds of upgrade are 1 in 10. And then there's a grand prize. One lucky winner will receive an all-expenses-paid celebrity experience to Astronomicon. All right, so that's cool. You're doing the giveaway and shit, but what the fuck, man? Why do we have to sell these collectors, mystery boxes, whatever the fuck you want to call it? Like, it just makes me mad. Just because I'm a CD collector in particular, it just makes me mad when I see shit like this. And I don't want an ugly-ass sublimated hockey jersey. I don't want an ugly-ass sublimated t-shirt. Don't give a fuck about a Mad Season coin. Don't care about a Mad Season collector's card or a lunchbox. I want the fucking CD, but I'm not going to drop $100 on it. Yeah, I could try to sell the sublimated jersey coin and t-shirt, but really, I'd be lucky to get that $100 back. I'd be lucky. Limited to 100 a 1000 sorry. A thousand is not limited. It just makes me mad. It makes me mad for the exclusivity of it, you know? I just want the fucking CD. You know, are you buying this shit? Did you buy the Freak Show lunchbox with the fucking rare and unheard CD? Like, the fuck, man? A thousand boxes is not really limited. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I love the Mad Season album. You know, I think it was a top five. It was definitely a top release, top ten release last year. But like, maybe if it was an embroidered jersey, maybe, maybe, maybe. But I, I said it last week. Um, Emony's merch game is weak, 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 ugly. Like the shit they drop is ugly as fuck. <laughs> like if I'm hating, then I'm hating, but like the, the merch game is not there with Emony for me personally. Um, I don't know, man. I just don't like the exclusivity of the fucking, the CD in particular, just because I'm a collector, I'm not going to chop a hundred dollars. In hopes to fucking, you know, sell, resell the shit. It's a pain in the ass. Just not worth it. Um, You know, worrying about having to get my money back is what it is, I I guess. You know, I'm just bitching and complaining yet again, I suppose. 
Um, and then they post it up. Also, the Beyond the Freak Show DVD. Looks like we're getting a re-release of the documentary that they dropped back in the day. I believe it was before Freak Show came out. Or right around when Freak Show came out. But it was Beyond the Freak Show. I used to have the VHS back in the day. I don't know if I own the DVD or if it was released on DVD back in the day. Um, But they're getting ready to re-release it. Who still buys DVDs? I don't. I haven't bought a DVD in years or Blu-ray or anything like that. With streaming readily available. I know there's collectors out there for the shit, but I can't. I don't know, man. I guess I'm, I look at DVDs the same way a lot of people look at CDs and shit. Like, do people still buy DVDs and Blu-rays? And why not re- release a Blu-ray instead of a DVD? Aren't Blu-rays supposed to have better quality and shit? I don't know. It doesn't really make sense to me, but the nostalgic value of it is pretty cool because that documentary is fucking funny. You know, it's more of a mockumentary than anything. It's not, re- you know, Nothing that they spoke on in that documentary was, like, legit. You know, you had ICP looking like uh, panda bears painted up, like, fucking twisted and shit. And if you look at the picture real close, you can see the Island Records logo on there. So, it looks like uh, Island Records owns that shit as well. Which is unfortunate, but that's what happens when you sign a major label or any kind of deal. Because even Psychopathic keeps all the masters. I would imagine M&E keeps their masters as well, but looks like that's coming out there soon. And then we got a meet and greet with Twisted, a virtual meet and greet Sunday, sorry, Saturday, April 10th, 4 p.m., limited to 50. Um, Don't know if they're sold out or not. Haven't looked. Um, But yeah, you got a meet and greet with Twisted, just a random meet and greet. There's no show happening. Uh... They just, they want your money, bruh. They just want the money and for you to meet them virtually. So that's also available um, for your purchasing pleasure if you so indulge. Oh, so yeah. I hate the exclusivity of the CDs, the merch drops, man. Like sublimated shit to me. Whack. Super whack. But. Is what it is. Let's fucking start wrapping this bitch up. Uh, I randomly found this picture on Instagram. We got a Swollen Members 2021 task list with a picture of a test pressed press of a vinyl. And then the, the task list includes finalized track listing, finalized artwork, approved test, vest, test vinyl pressing, and approved video VFX. Are we getting new Swollen members in 2021? I sure fucking hope so. I've been wanting new Swollen members for a minute. Been a fan. I I say it all the time. I'm a broken record. Or is this just like a re-release or a greatest hits of some Swollen members shit that they're getting ready to drop? I guess only time will tell. You know, I only found this interesting because I'm a Swollen members fan. And if you are, I think you would find this interesting as well. So hopefully we're getting new Swollen Members shit. If not, maybe a Greatest Hits, which is whatever. I think they've already did a Greatest Hits album. But we got that. 
Uh, Strange Music News. Mayday dropped their album Minute to Midnight this past Friday. They gave us a whole bunch of EPs. I feel like they released the entire album before the album was dropped. But they dropped the full-length album. That's out now digitally everywhere. You could probably get the physical through Strange Music. So that's out there as well. And then we got, let's see, Strange Music. We got the Strange Stimulus 50% off sale. Stimulus checks are fucking hitting everywhere. To a bank account or a mailbox near you. And Strange running their 50% off stimulus stale. Sale. I guess you could say it's stale because why don't they just... It seems like three quarters of the year, Strange Music is running a 50% off sale. Like, how about instead of just having a 50% off sale and just have your merch be that 50% off price that you offer it at? I mean, who's buying CDs from Strange for like $30 shipped? Me. Me. <laughs> I am, but, um, you know, only for, you know, Chris and fucking tech, but, you know, their shit is, it's expensive. Their merch is expensive. I've heard the quality has gone down. I've seen some people complain about the quality and that they only buy during the 50% off sales because the quality just isn't there anymore. I don't know. I haven't bought a music or I haven't bought a shirt from Strange Music in a long-ass time. Long fucking time. Um, I think one of the the last time I bought, and the only time I bought t-shirts from Strange Music was one of the very first 50% off sales that they ever did. So, yeah. And the quality back then was good. I actually still have a couple of uh, Tech 9 Strange Music. I have a Brother Lynch shirt, I'm pretty sure. Um, but, yeah. Why the fuck are we having 50% off sales three quarters of the year when... You could just make that to 50% off sale and consistently sell merch throughout the entire year. Who the fuck knows? Um, Strange Music. Stevie Stone left Strange Music. Um, talked about a little bit about that. He dropped his single. Um, is Strange Music falling apart? Are we seeing the early signs of Strange falling apart? You know, Stevie leaving... I would have never pictured him leaving. He seemed like a uh, strange lifer, if you will. But I guess time will fucking tell, man. You know, it'll be real, real uh, interesting to see if like Cess crew leaves. We, you know, we all know Godimus is not on the label as a solo artist because he's ripping motherfuckers off. Uh, if Mayday leaves, if fucking Chris leaves again, you know. But apparently he signed a new contract when that whole shit went down. So it remains to be seen. And then before we get into the Ask Roan segment, uh, the last release I want to talk about this week is Daniel Jordan. He dropped his new, uh, his newest album, Dark Knight of the Soul. That's out digitally everywhere. I listened to a few tracks in pre-production as um before the start of the show today. And if you like fucking depressing ass music, then this shit is for you. God damn. This dude started this album out depressing as fuck. Wasted no time. So if you sad, or if you feel like getting sad, listen to fucking Daniel Jordan's dark Knight of the soul out. Now I seen him post up 
uh, pictures of a CD with, which looked pretty fucking dope. Had like the purple CD train shit. Um, Daniel Jordan was signed to Real Life Productions in like 2010, around there somewhere. Um, I'm not the biggest Daniel Jordan fan, but um, you know, I I don't think his shit is like whack or anything like that. Um, my favorite shit that he did was on the Halloween project with Isham on the Van Helsing track. His verse on that shit was fucking fire. But like I said, this shit sounds nice and clean too. The mix sounds clean. I don't know who's doing production on these album on this album from Daniel Jordan, excuse me. Um, but the mix sounds clean. Which is good. You just you never know what you're gonna get from underground artists. So that's out digitally. Hard copies probably coming soon. Uh dude usually does hard copy shit. I've been following him for a while. And yeah. Daniel Jordan, Dark Knight of the Soul. Out now. And let's get into the Ask Roan segment. I didn't do it last week, ran into technical difficulties. With Mike Sears and Luke DeGoon and my internet like shit out during that live stream that I did, that I was recording with them. And my internet ended up going out again after I did that stream. So I was lucky to even finish last week's show um, with them. And I wasn't able to do the Ask Rone segment, but we're going to do it this week. And... If there aren't that many questions for this week, because I didn't really give um, that much of a notice for this week, I'll try and go back and answer some questions from last week. We're already an hour and 10 minutes into this week's show. God damn, that flew by fucking quick. Hour and 10 minutes flew by fucking quick. All right, let's go to Twitter. Kilimanjaro, that Rayverse ghost got me thinking. Who is your favorite Wu-Tang member? Do you keep up with their latest releases? I didn't watch... Well, first of all, I didn't watch the Ghost and Ray stream. I only caught like five minutes of it. But it looked like it was dope. Um, I seen people talking about it. So I can only imagine that shit was fire. Um, My favorite Wu-Tang member? Raekwon, man. Built for Cuban Links is such a classic album. Um, My top three from Wu-Tang would be... Raekwon, Ghost, and Jizza. Yeah, Jizza. You know, Cuban Links, Iron Man, and fucking Liquid Swords. Come on. Just give me those three albums and I'm rocking the fuck out. Uh, let's see. Any other questions on Twitter? Uh, Mind Bomb Music. Top three afternoon flavors. Top three afternoon flavors of ice cream. Uh, I'm lactose intolerant. I cannot indulge in ice cream, but when I did indulge in ice cream, cookies and cream, number one, pistachio, number two, and number three, probably just like a good old fucking vanilla bean or some shit. I don't fucking know, but I haven't had ice cream in fucking a few years. Let's go to Instagram, D Spano, the plugs I met versus plugs I met two. I don't know, I said it earlier. I think Plugs 2 might be better than Plugs 1. I don't, call me crazy. I don't know. But it just might be. Um, Jordan of the Checkmate Industries podcast. How do you 
think fans will receive new KMK album once they hear only Deloke with random features. I don't know, man. I don't fucking know. They're probably disappointed, asking questions, and the confusion will set in yet again. Cottonmouth confusion, because that's what the fuck they do, man. Or that's what Deloke does. Just loves confusing the shit out of the fans. Uh, and let's go to Facebook, see if anything on Facebook. Nothing on Facebook. We're an hour and 12 in. Um, I'll go, I'll just to make it easier, I'll go to Instagram last week. It's easier to find the post from last week. Ask Roan, see if there's any questions on there. Uh, AK Shoehead, favorite West Coast rap artist, Snoop Dogg, Dre, Game, Brother Lynch, Spice One, uh, uh, shit, who else? West Coast. Um, I know there's obvious shit that I'm missing, but those like right off the top. Would you consider Tupac West Coast, even though he's from the East Coast originally? Um, those come to mind right off the bat. Exhibit, Mad Underrated. The Dog Pound, Corrupt is Mad Underrated. I'm trying to look at my CD collection over there. I know there's a bunch I'm missing off the top of my dome. But yeah, those artists I named, you know, without a doubt, some of my favorites. Uh, let's see, Young Thompson on Instagram from last week. Seen all the Phoenix Pops. The X-Men are dope as hell. It's interesting that she would appear to be your favorite instead of a more staple member. How or what story got you into her as a character? Much love. Much love. Uh, much love, Roan. Goddamn, I can't read. Much love, Roan. Gambit's my dude, and Cyclops is a punk. Cyclops is a bitch, and Jean Grey could have definitely done better than Cyclops. Gambit is the shit. Gambit's dope. What really got me into Jean Grey and the Phoenix as a character is the Phoenix, man. Like that Phoenix saga and the fact that she could just fucking, she's like almost on, or like just as like with the mind shit with like, uh, God damn, I can't talk the telepathy or whatever the fuck, like professor X, like, I just love me some Jean Grey. The Phoenix. The Dark Phoenix. Like, I, I love that whole storyline, man. Like, probably, that's my favorite X-Men story without a doubt. I wish I had the the comics for it. Um, You know, I got them. I bought them uh, digitally or whatever, but I wish I had the fucking actual comic books. But some of them shits go for quite a few bucks. But, yeah, that's my shit. Jean Grey is my shit. Uh, my other favorite X-Men character, Wolverine, for anybody that gives a fuck, but Jean Grey, without a doubt, is my shit. X-Men, my favorite comic book crew, without a doubt. And we're an hour 15 into this shit. Thank you for tuning in if you're still tuned in. I apologize for not doing the Ask Grown segment last week, and... Yeah, I didn't do the live stream last week as well, only because I haven't quite figured out how to do it with guests yet. So I'm probably not going to do guests again until I can figure out the live stream thing where I can actually live stream 
record it, do everything I need to do to get it to where I need it to be released. Um, but thank you again for tuning in. Much fucking love. Whether you're tuned in on Twitch, your pod- favorite podcasting app, YouTube, I'm Ron Bone of the Beneath the Dirt podcast. And until next time, I'm out. Peace.